Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the channel. We got a really fun one today, uh, Porn Addiction with my brother Huds here. As you've seen, uh, Huds has been on the channel a few times now, and we're definitely doing some stuff behind the scenes, which we'll get into later. Uh, yeah, we're really excited to talk about this one. Porn is something that I think is kind of uh, one of those hidden addictions that kind of no one really talks about but yet hundreds and millions of people deal with it. There hasn't been a guy, to be honest, that, I, that hasn't had a struggle with porn at some point. So we're definitely going to dive into this. Huds, thanks for coming on today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And cool. We'll start off with uh, Huds. When was the first time you watched porn? Oh, that's, uh, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it's like for everybody, but for me, the first time I watched porn was uh, seventh grade. So whatever that age is, whether it's set like 12, 13, something like that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, I, I always I always remember that because uh, that was during the time where uh, not everybody had like iPhones or iPads or laptops. Uh, we just had the one home computer. So I was using the family okay. home computer for it. And uh, I got I got caught. Uh, and that was incredibly embarrassing uh, when my dad caught me. Um, and I mean, it didn't it didn't stop me. It didn't hinder me. Um, I stopped doing it for a while. Um, but I just remember when I first the first taste of it, I, it, it was I was blown away by how much stuff was out there. And I just wanted to consume it all. So it was uh, it was interesting. I definitely have had my struggles over the years. What about you? When's the first time you booked a porn? Well, guys, we can just probably cut this one short because my story is exactly the same as yours, man. Uh, yeah, about that age, uh, I had the dial-up internet, so it took like 30 minutes for an image to load, and uh, pun intended. And I just remember searching searching what I searched, and I didn't delete the history. So just like you, man, I got caught. And I remember my parents sat me down one day, and they're like, Joel, we know what you looked up on the internet. And the amazing... <laughs> the embarrassment man it was it was it hit deep and they're like yep no computer for two weeks and what the what, what i look back now is that they didn't really talk much about it afterwards like there were they weren't mm. like what was your experience like what curious like what made you want to look look it up right like this is stuff that if i had a kid right now and they i caught them watching porn i'd be more curious and try to get to know what their experience is and try to maybe educate them a little bit mm. for me it was very it was like a shameful act it was like something yep. I did that was like evil, right? Um, what I'm curious, did you grow up in like a, a church or did you go to church with your family at all? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You... I'm I'm wondering if it if it has something to do with um, their own ideals. Um, my dad was very religious, and um, like <clears throat> I even went to a Catholic high school. Um, we went to church uh, growing up, like almost every Sunday, um, at least until like high school. So. Yeah, I, I, I really wish, as you said, that they kind of educated me on it. Um, so I had a better understanding, but instead, they made it into a shameful act that then I would absolutely just want to hide away from them. Um, instead of, you know, maybe understanding things a little bit better. So that's a good point. Dude, totally. Like, no wonder we get along. We both grew up Catholic. <laughs> Duh. And yeah, so that Catholic guilt, right? Um, don't talk, don't tell. And just hide it under the rug. So, yeah, same with you. Yeah, definitely shameful. And, um, yeah, so continuing forward, got caught. And just remember from there on, I was hooked, though. I was like, man, I got to find ways to, to get into this. So we had a little brother at the time, and I would babysit them. And whenever the parents would leave to go on their date, I was like, dude, free reign. <laughs> Porn for days, man. And I just remember, like, part of the excitement was, like, checking to see if anyone was watching you know you're in the middle of the living room and you're just like peeking over your shoulder and stuff mm -hmm. so that was that was definitely something and i remember too like i was in boy scout camp and that was the first time we saw like a nudie magazine because we found one some of the guys found one in the woods and i just remember too like our boy scout leader was just like it had just like been like we found a gun it was like he's like you know, we got he got very serious <laughs> it was mm. like oh shit that that's probably a sign that this isn't a good thing to have so yeah continuing when for you what 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 progressed after that first time for you watching porn sure so 
it was kind of intermittent then. And then once I, I got my own computer, I don't remember if I did much on the laptop because I think I still had, um, cause I, I got a laptop when I was going to high school and I think I still felt a ton of shame. So I, I didn't watch porn for a while, but then once I like, I built myself a desktop computer, like nice big monitors and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. One day it happened and I just started, I started watching porn a lot. Let's, let's just say a lot. Um, and ever since then, it's always been kind of like an ebb and flow, like where sometimes I <clears throat> was really, really into watching a lot of porn. And then there were other times where I just life, I was busy. So I wasn't, I didn't have the time or didn't have the interest as much. Um, but there are definitely periods of time where I, it was, it was a lot. And I'm one of those types of people who doesn't just pull it up, uh, find a, a, a video right away. I like, I've had times where I spend hours and it, it's just such a, it's such a time sink. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of people fall into that category, right? Where they spend a lot of time. So I don't think you're alone in that. And like in certain support groups too, like people will say that they spend like hours watching porn. Um, what about it? And, and this is one, one thing we talked about, like what about it? Like fascinated you, like got you hooked basically. I think it's the, the novelty. Like there are so many, you know, so many different looking girls. There's so many different types of scenes. Like, when you when you look at the full list of different categories, it's it's just mind blowing, and I just wanted to I wanted to see everything, see it all, hundred percent, dude. Isn't it crazy? Like uh, looking back, like there's there's like memory banks of of all these girls that, and like sometimes they'll still pop up once in a while because I've been off it for a bit, but I'll like dream sometimes where I'll be some <laughs> some of those chicks will be like popping in my dreams, and it's crazy, and I think it really, for a lot of guys, it cures that loneliness wound, that feeling that, I don't, I think you might've felt this as well growing up that, that girls don't like me, right? Like I'm, I'm weird. Like I was like, like you and I were similar. We, we played Yu-Gi-Oh! We, we played video games, right? We were kind of, kind of nerds in that sense. So the idea of getting girls was just something that was kind of foreign. And so for me, especially, it made me feel that I wasn't alone and that like girls did like me. Of course, when I got into reality, though, it was like I would go to school and then it would be the same Joel, right? So how did that play for you? Like what kind of maybe wound did that heal for you or did it serve a, a purpose besides just the novelty of it? Yeah, I mean, I could definitely relate to that um, and definitely the periods of my life where I was sleeping with more women or I had a girlfriend that I was seeing pretty frequently. Those were times where I wasn't watching a lot of porn. Um, so definitely kind of like fulfilling that need, that sexual need uh, when you didn't have somebody else to fulfill it for you. It definitely, mm -hmm. those were times where using it a lot more. Yeah. And, and when you had, like, how did it affect your relationship then with like, and your ability to get a girlfriend, for example? Yeah. So <clears throat> I find that when you're jerking off to porn a lot, uh, you don't have the same drive to actually get a girl. So um, I would I would notice like <clears throat> if if I was going out uh, like a night in college, if I'm going out for the night and I end up jerking off before I go out, I don't have the same like spark that I would if I didn't. And so yeah. while normally I would you know, be a lot more flirty and talking to a lot more girls and you know, maybe something happens. I just kind of chilled out, hung with the boys, talked to as like few, few women as possible. So I definitely experienced that a lot. Um, and I definitely have seen that happen a lot. I mean, there's, there's one thing that uh, I said that went a, a little viral, at least in, in my book of viral, when I put out a reel, uh, on Instagram. And I had said, porn is a privilege, not a right. And I really like that one. Because essentially, what that's saying is that not everyone should be allowed to look at porn. If you can't get women, if you're not in a relationship, you I, I don't care what people say, you shouldn't be watching porn, because you need to get that piece of your your life sorted out. Now, 
when you do do get into a relationship and you are successful with women, that's where porn being a, a privilege comes in that I think there's no, nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with looking at porn when you've got that area of your life sorted. So that's why I think it's, it's a privilege, not a right. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that blew my mind when you told me that the other day. Like I had never heard those words used in the same sentence before. And it makes a lot of sense, right? Like, because I, I definitely relate to when guys are first starting out in dating or they're just so anxious with women that getting porn out of one's life is going to be huge. It's going to help with like, not just from like a spiritual sense, but with a neurobiological sense, right? Because when, when you watch porn, when you look at pornography, it jacks up like serotonin, dopamine, and it releases so much oxytocin that I think that's what gets a lot of guys hooked. And I was the same as you, man. Like in high school, I remember, I don't know why, but I, I read somewhere that like, it's good to jerk off before hanging out with girls because they can sense it. Like there was the dumbest that was from like a, a old movie that just kept going. They, they kept mentioning it as, as time went on. It was such a bad misconception. Terrible. Do you remember what movie it was? No, no, I, I'd have to look it up again, but I know, I know that's where it began. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's, yes, that is where it came from. And so I would like, yeah, watch porn jerk off before hanging out with girls. And, um, I was just such like a, I acted like such a little boy, <laughs> like afterwards, I know testosterone left. Um, I became very feminine and I noticed now too, that when I don't like masturbate for a few days, I have a lot more testosterone and mm -hmm. my voice is deeper, all the above. <clears throat> so coming full circle here. Yeah. I think the real important thing to recognize guys is like, is, is porn okay for you? For me, I can't watch it. I get too hooked. I'll just be watching, like, I just got to stay for, away from it. Guys like Huds, though, he doesn't have that such an addictive pull with it. So it is a privilege for him and he can do it. You can do it on a, on a, on a regular basis and be fine with it, especially since you have mastered with dating and with women. Um, I see now that how, how that is a privilege. Um, what is your current use with it? Like how, how often do you watch it? Um, do you watch it with your partner? Kind of anything like that? Yeah. So I would say um, it's probably, it, it depends. It could be once a day. It could be once every other day. It could be once every three days. It could be once a week. Um, it really depends on what's going on in my life. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, Really, just whenever, whenever I have the time and I'm I'm in the mood, sure. Like I'll, I'll throw <laughs> something up and maybe just one of the other things that <clears throat> I know we had talked about. I sometimes look at porn uh, and don't don't jack off. Like I just don't. So I'll I'll sit and watch porn for a while. And there's something about it that I do like. I appreciate the art behind porn. So like I I will. <clears throat> In the same way that some people like watch a TV show or they, they take a break from something and they're watching like 30 minutes of, of whatever, I may take a break from what I'm working on and watch 30 minutes of porn and not not jerk off. It's I know it sounds weird, but it's just I don't know. I, I enjoy it. I mean, I think it's it's another piece of the um, the addiction part, because when you're watching all this porn, your dopamine is, is firing off like crazy in your brain. And so that's why I think it can be, become so addicting and so destructive for, for men, because the longer you're doing that, um, the more you're, you're having a specific experience with dopamine's going crazy. And then when that dopamine's not going crazy in the regular everyday life, things get boring. And then you just can't wait to get back to watching more porn. And that's how you can turn, you, it can turn into sessions of like four hours of watching porn and you look at the time and you're like what the hell just happened here right man that was beautifully said i think you're gonna have to take over the channel because <laughs> that was smooth <laughs> <laughs> respect i mean well said guys like that's exactly it it just you become a you, the only way you can feel pleasure is with the substance and and as we know that that happens with other addictions as well um is there anything more you wanted to touch on with it being a privilege rather than a you know because we, I think we deviated from that pretty quickly, but anything else on that that you wanted to talk about? No, no, I, I think, um, I think it kind of explained it well. Um, essentially, that if, uh, if you can't get girls and you're not in a relationship, um, unless you don't want to be in a relationship, then hey, 
watch as much porn as you want. But I think that if you're trying to um, solve certain things in your life and trying to be successful and dating and otherwise, it's it's probably pretty good to uh, to avoid it and just recognize too if uh, if things start to get out of control. Like I know we've got jokes uh, and memes on Instagram of like whatever, like I think like Friday beers and stuff has them where it's like uh, you know page two hundred twenty seven on on Pornhub on like a late Friday night after like going out like that's a that's a real thing it's a real thing and I've experienced it I'm sure a lot more guys um than than they would like care to admit have the same issue so just be aware of it and if it if it does become a problem take steps to to uh to resolve it um i know i had to do that a couple times i don't remember the exact times but now that i'm speaking about that i really did i it took a lot of discipline but i had to completely quit porn um i think like twice in my life once in high school and maybe once in college um i'd have to think more on that but yeah i know i had to go through it um in the past so just something to think about absolutely man the the shame that can come with it too especially like that was what it was for me like i would go out and i would watch porn and then i would try to interact with people and i would just i like couldn't make eye contact i couldn't look you in the eye because mm. i just known that i'd just basically spanked it to a stranger and i'm just like hmm, this doesn't feel very wholesome and uh, people pick up on that too especially women and so i think that's great advice that if you want to have a, a dating life let go of porn at least for the time being so you can experience that and, and rewire the brain so you can start to get that pleasure from actually interacting with women in real life and i'll tell you one thing it's a totally different beast man like uh the first time i i lost my virginity i remember because i had been watching porn my whole life i i literally thought i was like like it wasn't anything like what i thought it was going to be because and i like for some reason i thought it was just going to be like just like a porn fantasy or a porn video, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's like it's way, it's way different. Obviously, um, with porn, they they set it up so there's certain angles that look good. They're going for like eight hours sometimes, right? So it's 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 all an act. I just remember even too, like after I finished, I was like, you know, I kind of wish I would have just watched porn, <laughs> and that's how strong of a pull it, it had on me, um, even after I quit for a while. So yeah, great advice, guys. Uh, get rid of porn if you can um, to to improve your dating life. Um, Huds, how how did you quit porn then? When you had to, those couple times you did, what did you do? Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think if there were any specific like ways I I limited myself <clears throat> outside of. Uh, yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to think. I know um, what I would do is when uh, when certain itches would come. Uh, if you replace it with something else, like maybe replacing it with a, a photo of something instead of a, uh, an image, something like that, um, to slowly start to dwindle it down until it gets to the point where you can masturbate with just your imagination. Um, so it's uh, I, I don't I don't know if there was anything I really did other than, OK, Alex, uh, you can do this day. But that means you can't do tomorrow and then you can do the day after like splitting it like that and then trying to increase the time between watching porn. That's another way of doing it. Um, but it, it, does, it just requires a lot of uh, um, a lot of willpower. And also and in the same way that they say this for a lot of addictions, if uh, if you have too much free time, you're probably going to use. So mm. If you can try and fill up your time or at times when you're not doing anything and the urge strikes, go do something. And yeah. you'll you'll see once you start filling out your days more, um, you have less time even for it and you won't think about it as much. That'll make it a lot easier. But if you're just sitting around doing nothing, it's going to make it very, very difficult for you to just not look at it. Yeah. Hundred percent, and especially if you're single, it's a different beast. If you're in a relationship and you have that escape kind of to go through, um, I was the same man. I just had to practice that discipline, really work on, you know, going to the gym if I was feeling the urge, or calling a friend, talking about it with somebody. Like, yeah, dude, I just really want to watch porn right now. And and after talking about it for five minutes, it's like, okay, the the urge comes and goes, pun intended. 
And uh, there's some also some other things like support groups, right? I can't say them by name, but I mean, you can just search porn recovery support groups and it'll come up again, pun intended. And uh, those are really, <laughs> I, lo- I love sex puns. And they're, they're really, they're really helpful. They're really powerful um, because it's a group of guys, uh, usually guys that are in part of this group. So like, and they've all struggled with this addiction and a lot of them have gotten through it. So when you're hanging around people that have got, gone through the ringer, have gone through the witch all process, know what it's like on the other side, it's like, wow, this is possible. And if I just stay disciplined and follow what this program is suggesting, there's a chance that I could be in that same boat too. Um, it's going to be hard too. I, I really like, oh my, okay, I'm done. There's, <laughs> I I really like what you said, Huds, about taking it slow and steady, right? Like so mm-hmm. going one day off, one day on, one day off, one day on. And I say this a lot for on my channel for other addictions, right? Like eventually that becomes easy where it's like, okay, one day one off, one day on is like boring now. It's like, I'm not, I'm not excited anymore. Like then it's time to step it up. So two days off, one day on, two days off, one day on, that gets easy. And then keep extending that time. And then one day... Um, this is what I found. I look back, I'm like, wow, I'm only watching porn like once a week. Like most of my life now is without porn. And then it's a lot easier to take that plunge into saying, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done for good. Right. Because you already have built up that habit of not using it. So I think that's a great tip. Yeah. <clears throat> and also it, I mean, I don't know if this is the best advice to say, but you build up a tolerance to, uh, to porn, the more often you're watching it. Um, the less exciting it is. I have to say, like when there was a, a period of time where I did not, I did not watch for for months, and then I finally watched porn again for the first time. Oh Lord, was that uh, an exhilarating experience? Let's just, yeah, let's just say it's uh, it's it's pretty. It's it's a trip. It's a ride. Um, so that's why it's so important that if if you even are going to have it be a part of your life, to space it out, because otherwise, one of the biggest things that um sterling cooper he's a a former porn star and men's self-help guy um he's uh he's talked about it before and i've talked a little bit with him about it uh when guys get so addicted to watching porn then they can't perform in the bedroom with a girl it's Mm. not stimulating enough so then they're like 20 something years old or early 30s unable to get an erection when they're out on a date and they think they got ED and something's wrong with them, but it's all mental. And then they think that, okay, I, I can just do like blue chew or one of those things and start taking pills and it'll solve the problems. And a lot of times it, it doesn't because it's not the problem. The problem is here. It's not anything physical. So that's, that's another one that's it very, very uh, detrimental. If you, if you're watching too much porn. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And Guys, there's yeah, a ton of channels on that when guys come in and they're like, dude, I can't, I can't get it up. What's wrong with me? It's like, there's nothing wrong with you. And then let's take a look at your porn use. And most of the guys are watching porn. I've actually found the opposite at this point because I don't watch porn anymore. I've had to work on the opposite, like not, not going too quick. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this is, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down, tiger. And yeah. so that's another, another beast in itself. Uh, yeah. So, Huds, you were saying too, like, so Huds is a dating coach. Let's let's just transition to this. And you were saying that it's important for guys to get out and start dating. And that might really help some of these issues, maybe with porn addiction, um, maybe with feeling that loneliness. What are some things you suggest for guys to to do right away to get out and start dating, especially if they haven't in, in their whole life and they're just like been in their bedroom, masturbating all the time? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I would say your best thing to do first is to, I would say, okay, I was going to say get a coach, but I think the best thing you can do first is start to familiarize yourself with some of the information that's out there. And so that's kind of your shopping around process. So you would find people like me, you would find people like Lloyd, who uh, we we had done a show with yesterday, we were talking with um, the single guy, or any of these other people that are out there start just watching some of these videos and absorbing some of the information and then go ahead and pick somebody that you want to work with. And you can really, you can turn your dating life around very quickly. I mean, we were talking about this yesterday. If you've got the right coach and you've got the right attitude, 
you can you can get good with women in as little as six months. It's it's really it's really that simple. So I think that that's really important. First, you need to familiarize yourself with kind of how the dating market works and identify some of your weak points, and then work with somebody to uh, to really get it going. And they'll help mm. you with what exactly you need to do, whether that be uh, how to set up your online dating app, um, what to say on the dating app so that you actually get the date, um, what to say or where to go to meet women, and then what to say when you meet those women. Like they'll give you all this information. And then as long as you just put the work in, it, it can happen fairly quickly and, and you can start breaking the, uh, the cycle. Yeah. Uh, great advice, man. And, uh, I think it's cool too to have multiple mentors. So don't you, you know, if you like a couple of guys content, like combine it into your own, right? Cause at some point you're going to have to make your own program, essentially take different mm-hmm. pieces of like some things from HUD, some things from Lloyd, some things from trip trip was a guy I went to for, for my first dating coach uh, trip advice. And he's got a big channel. He, t- and he's very like, he's very practical. Um, what I found though, is that it really did help me in those first three months, like get out there. I started getting dates regularly. I started learning how to overcome that approach anxiety. Um, at some point though, I had to level up the game. So then I, I transitioned, right. I transitioned to, 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 to other guys in the space. And today, like, I mean, I'm getting advice from you, man. And it's really starting to, to rework how I'm, I'm viewing things. Um, I mean, just yesterday we were on the, the, the call with Lloyd. Right. And uh, you guys were saying like, it's important to get out and start using dating apps. And I had actually deleted them for a while um, and I totally forgot about it. And so yesterday I started them up again and I got a, a date Sunday and I got a potential couple of dates this week. And it's like, thank you. Hudson Lloyd. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> that's great. That, that's what you'll find with, with coaching is that motivation to get out there and start doing it because Really, all it is, it's, it's, it's your own mental block saying that I can't get women, et cetera. And then when you have a normal guy like Lloyd, like Hud's here saying, dude, you, of course you can do it. Like I did it. It's like, well, well, if these guys can do it and this guy played Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> I think I'll be okay. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really exciting now nowadays where you can get out there and, and meet anybody on the internet, find coaching for anybody. Um, if, if people do want to work with you, Hud's, how, do, how would they find you? Oh yeah, sure. Um, so down below, um, my, uh, my IG, that's the easiest way to reach out to me, uh, from the link tree there, you can actually just go ahead and schedule a, uh, initial consult. If you like, it's free 30 minutes. We'll talk about, you know, whatever, and what type of direction you want to go and see if we're fit for one another. Um, and then also it, I mean, even just messaging me or signing up for something, if you wanted to talk about porn addiction, um, I, I will be a lot more overall with you than I, I may be on here. Um, I have, I have struggled with this. I have consumed a lot of, a lot of porn. And so I'll be able to, uh, relate with you and, and help you out any way that I can. Thanks. Hudson. Um, I'll put, I'll actually comment right now. I'll just put his info in the comment section. Um, so you guys can check that out. And actually, if if you'd be comfortable, like what are some of those biggest struggles you've dealt with with porn? Feel free to go raw too. Yeah, yeah. I'm when I said raw, I'll be a little. I'll talk a little bit more in here. But when I say raw, like I don't want to get into deep graphic information, and that's why that would be something I I would talk to one on one with somebody. Um, But yeah, there have been times where. I need to get something done or, or whatever. And I just end up watching porn for like two hours and, and nothing, nothing got done. Or it like another thing that happens with me is if I get a, if I get like severe anxiety, sometimes I, I jump straight to porn instead because I know it's going to be something that will fully take my mind off of whatever is giving me anxiety in the moment. And that's a really, really unhealthy uh, way of, way of dealing with it. Um, I, I think that you should find more healthy, natural ways of dealing with anxiety than trying to run away to a vice. So yeah, that's uh and, and man, I've been many times where I have, I've been one of those types of people who ends up doing, uh, doing those long marathon sessions and I'm just, I'm being, I'm not being productive. 
staying up too late into the night or I'm disrupting how my, my flow, my day is going. So I've, I've been through the ringer when it comes to porn. I've, I've been good with it. I've been bad with it. I've been really bad with it. So it's a beast. <laughs> it's a beast. Yeah, dude, that's a, that's a good point. You bring up about the, the time wasted. It does suck a lot of time, man. And an hour can go by in the snap of a finger especially when there's just loads of women or, or guys, if that's what you're into stuff to look at. Um, it's just, it's endless, man. It's one of the biggest industries in the world. I think it might mm -hmm. be the biggest industry. It makes the most money, which is just insane, right? Yeah. Sex sells. And Sex another sells. one, another one, here's another one that I just thought of. Um, so one of the things with, uh, with consuming so much porn um, there's certain expectations that you you have based on the types of porn that you're watching. And so then when you actually do get with a woman and you're going to have sex, like some like it, it's not going to match up. Like maybe you're expecting all these crazy things or maybe you have specific fetishes and you go for these fetishes and it just causes all types of problems. And we, because that's that's the worst thing in the world. And that's why I think that proper sex education is it, like that's why we should have that talk. Like when you're when both of our parents found us with the porn, we should get the education on these different things instead of treating it as taboo and not saying anything, because there's lots of crazy fetishes and stuff out there. And so if you're learning and you're attracted to things that may be really far to uh, the aggressive side then you go to do something like that with somebody without communicating with them or finding out if they're even interested in it. You can, it, it just, it creates such a confusion in the head and it can cause a lot of problems. So that's one thing that I want to note as well. Like, as you said, like sometimes like you, you would have sex and it's like, Oh man, like wish I just watched porn instead. It just, it won't be as exciting as some of the things that you see online, but it's not supposed to be because it's not it's not a piece of art. It's not a movie as as porn is supposed to be. It's real mm. life. It's different. Mm. Yeah, there's actual people involved. There's there's energy give and take. Uh, that's a great point, Huds. And uh, even going off that a little bit, like it can get dangerous, guys. Like some people that are come to the support groups, they are in deep shit with the law because, like you said, it gets you get what do you call it desensitized so what mm -hmm. a lot of happens to a lot of guys is they they keep going deeper and deeper to try to get that same fix and before they know it they're on stuff that they shouldn't be on and you know stuff gets involved and it, it becomes really bad um in my old apartment one of my neighbors got arrested um because i think they found stuff on his computer it's just like mm. he was a young dude um probably he was old he was an adult so he obviously is going to get trialed as an adult but it's just scary to see that shit, man. It's like, whew, like your life can be over completely. And a lot of people too have kids, they have families and stuff. And it's their kind of secret thing. I think, especially in the religion world, like a lot of people that are religious uh, struggle with porn addiction, mm. uh, especially in the Christian community, especially with the, with Catholicism. And I, I, like you said, Huds, I think a big part of that is because we aren't educated as, as kids, on mm -hmm. what healthy sexuality is right we were in health class and they showed us diagrams and everyone's like yeah fuck that's weird um but it, it was awkward and uncomfortable and the teachers were uncomfortable and they're just like let's get this over with uh to, uh to really sit down with someone and that's what's great again about dating coaching about getting out there and meeting guys that have gone through it like huds is that you can really start to be open and talk about some of this stuff that those those deep questions that were never answered as a kid and mm -hmm. it just it just normalizes it humanizes it it's like dude hell yeah we're sexual beings like we're, we're on this earth to enjoy that part of life maybe not in a hedonistic sense but in the sense that it's two people connecting, right? So getting out there, I'm going to drop the link or I'm going to drop the comment again. Again, if you want to talk with HUDs personally about some of this stuff, guys, like, you know, addiction to porn, how to, how to get better with women and, and beat this part of your life. Um, there's the link right there. You can sign up with him. And um, he, he does offer great value too, because some of the dating coaches can be expensive um, with our boy, Lloyd. like some, some guys charge a premium mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, 
you charge a great price. So I really appreciate that. Um, anything else you want to riff off, off that? No, no. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think we've covered a lot of, a lot of good stuff so far because porn addiction is, it's a very, it's a very real one and people don't really understand the dangers of it until they, they look at them. I mean, what, what you had said was really interesting because I've experienced it too. Like when you, after like masturbating, looking at porn, you don't really want to look people in the eye. I've, <laughs> I've had that experience as well. And I just kind of feel like a bum and I, I, a lot of shame. And if you could just remove that from your life, things would, would be so much better. So it's definitely something that if you're struggling with, you got to, I mean, you don't have to. But I would say definitely look into getting a, a, a handle on it because it, it affects far more than you think. And it's only until those side effects of like not being able to like experiencing ED, um, being uh, desensitized to things and trying to chase the rabbit hole, um, being a huge time waster, like all, all this stuff. Um, it Sometimes it's not until it's like too late and unmanageable that you've realized there's a problem and then it's a lot harder to walk things back than it would be if, if you kind of recognized it sooner on. hundred percent. Yeah. Sometimes once you get too big in the hole, too deep in the hole, yeah, pun intended, here we go. Um, it, it takes a lot of work to get out of it. And so the sooner you can better, the sooner you can start the better a hundred percent. That's why when young guys come to the channel, come to my channel, I really encourage them, like, get a handle on this guys. Like, this is awesome that you're working on this now. Because as you as you know, like, when you go to these support groups, you see a lot of old folks, a lot of people that didn't deal with it when they were young. And now they're in their 50s, 60s, trying to sort everything out. And oh, I cannot even imagine having that much time behind me, having to work through 50 years of stuff like, who 18 working through 20 years of stuff was took years, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I can't even imagine. Um, doing that. Uh, one thing too, I wanted to touch on a bit was uh, NoFap. So what we've been talking about this whole last 40 minutes, uh, a, a more kind of pop culture reference to what we're talking about is NoFap. NoFap is not watching porn and masturbating. What is your, what are your thoughts on this NoFap movement? And um, I think, I think NoFap, which is the no jerking off. Um, I think it's bogus. I think it's absolutely bogus. Um, I think that refraining, like not masturbating every single day, um, there are there can be some benefits, but the benefits, uh, at least from the research that I remember doing in the past, because I had looked into this, the research I've done in the past is like if you, it's after like a certain amount, after a certain period, I don't remember how many days it is, whether it's like three days or a week, like after that period, like or during that period, yes, your testosterone is rising. But then after that period, it doesn't get any higher. It's not like it keeps going. It actually mm. can drop. And then if you're if you're not ejaculating at all for a very extended period of time, it actually starts to go back down. So oh, wow. um, I think that the idea behind NoFap um, probably began from good intention. Um, mm. But I am not a proponent of it at all. Wow. Uh, that's powerful guys. Uh, I've definitely been on the NoFap journey for a while and I've, I've really struggled with it. So I appreciate that perspective because you're so right. Like once I get to like five days, like I don't feel that glow anymore. I'm like, I feel bad, like real bad. Mm -hmm. Like something's wrong. Like every, like everything is revolves around sex. So I, I agree, like it can go overboard. And so I've had to find definitely a, a, a good balance where I can do it once or twice a week and, and be good and just make sure that I'm doing it probably not before a live stream or like when I want to be like on mentally. Right. Um, mm -hmm. maybe when I have like some time off and I can just kind of relax and stuff. Uh, yeah, that's really interesting that you say NoFap is, uh, is not a good thing. It, so I think what I've learned is that a lot of the guys that do subscribe to NoFap and are like really gung ho, they're not the most masculine dudes. And that was the first kind of red flag i was like hmm all the guys that seem to be doing really well with women say no fap is bullshit aka you know sterling cooper um who's the other guy justin waller all those guys that are andrew tate he's like no fap is bullshit and mm -hmm. uh 
was like, wait, what? Like here, these Kings are saying, don't do it. Like it's stupid. And then I would watch a no fat video and the guys are, you know, maybe smaller guys. They're, they're a little more feminine. I'm like, Hmm. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Yep. Sweet. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, this has been a great talk, guys. Like, well, definitely it's a, it's a sensitive one and it's something that I felt some discomfort through this talking about because like, like I said, we said at the beginning, Hudson and I both grew up Catholic. We never talked about this stuff. This is kind of the first time in my life I'm talking about it publicly and it's, it's an uncomfortable topic to look at. Um, that being said, I think it's a really freeing one. And if you can get this under control in your life, I mean, you're just going to have a, a beautiful life and the relationships are going to improve tenfold. Um, like you said, you get to look people in the eye, you get to have intimacy, real intimacy, not intimacy with a, t- with a screen. Um, mm-hmm. And then, cause I remember when I would beat off to porn, the emptiness I would feel afterwards because I would get so, I'd be like, this isn't real. Like, right. <laughs> so I was about to finish. I was like, it's per- like, I'm never going to see this person in real life. Like, it, it the illusion broke and mm. that was probably probably the most agonizing part is realizing like i'll never see these girls in real life and then the negative talk started to come in these girls don't wouldn't actually like me in real life etc downward spiral yeah i definitely felt that where i was like i'm never gonna have a girl that hot i'm never gonna have it in ass that size like i'm just never gonna <laughs> it 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 did it um when i that was that was more back like in the high school era, but I had a lot of those <clears throat> like thoughts and doubts. Um, granted that that changed once I became good with women, but for a very long period of time, um, I I almost didn't want to didn't want to bother with women because I would look at these gorgeous gorgeous girls on on porn and just think to myself like I'm never I'm I'm never going to be able to get something like that, so why even bother? hundred percent, man. It, it totally kills self-confidence, totally kills self-confidence. And, and you see the guys that are on the screen. It's like, what do they have that I don't? It's like, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> they have a contract <laughs> to do, to do this movie. So yeah, man, uh, so much we could talk about. And again, guys, we're going to talk about more of this in the future. Um, so really appreciate you guys tuning in and being open to hearing this stuff. It's it's not an easy topic, as I said, but it's very freeing. Um, awesome. Yo, it looks like we got some comments. So let's uh, let's dive into these. Um, dope. Let's see, so we got our homie. Still don't know how to pronounce your name, but we'll <laughs> we'll go. Well, psych. We'll call you psych. Uh, God tells you to do no fap, regardless. Hmm. Um. Yeah, interesting. If you could elaborate a, a, a little more on that, that'd be great. Um, Ross, what's up, dude? And uh, back to psych. Uh, when I stop, <laughs> I I hope that's real. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, when I stopped, I got attacked in my dreams by incubus <laughs> succubus. Uh, any thoughts on that? That one? Yeah, it, 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 he stopped, and then it, it was trying to pull him back, pull him back for <laughs> Or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever, exactly. whatever. It's just funny. Yep. Uh, Andrew Tate said that he had sex day with women in his twenties and teens. He never experienced bad feelings. So, are you considering fapping and porn different from having lots of sex? I would say so. Yeah. Um, there is a certain. There's some different chemical release uh, from having sex versus just doing it yourself. So, there definitely is a difference when it comes to that. Yeah. And two, we're not meant to just watch porn like on a on a human level, biological level, spiritual level, right? This is just something that's come out in the last hundred years. Yeah. Not even we're, we're meant we're meant to have sex, not watch others have sex. Yeah, yep. Although that did exist in the older days for sure. <laughs> Those weird like grottos and shit. Um fapping is also saving you time instead of going to clubs to search girls, you save time. Uh, fat 30 minutes and then go back to work. No. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree. I agree with you. Um, it just depends on what, um, what you want to do. Like, I think that if you're, if you're on a, on your grind and you just want the release, just do the release. Um, I, I wouldn't say, I mean, this almost sounds like, yeah, you could just do this. Why worry about getting girls? Well, 
you, you don't act like there's other ways to do it. Like even with uh, dating apps, spending 10 minutes a day, just matching with girls and then talking to them briefly and then going on a date. Uh, you save a lot of time versus trying to go out and find a girl. But we can talk about that, I guess, probably at another time, the time difference, because uh, with clients that I work with that either own large businesses or they're very high up um, in the in the food chain, like directors and VPs, um, they don't have a lot of time. And so that's why for them, uh they don't, they don't understand what to do. And so I recommend the dating apps and we set it up in a way that literally 10 minutes a day, they can do it while they're on the toilet, 10 minutes a day. And then they start to get things rolling. It doesn't interrupt anything with their life. And then they have their dates set up whatever night that may be. So there's no searching at the, at the clubs or something. Okay. Yeah, that does sound like a, a big save of time when you put it like that. Yeah, just going on the dating apps and because going out does take some time, right? And then, you know, I got to build the courage to talk to people, et cetera. So, yeah, I agree. There's a lot of different ways to do it. Um, and again, it's like where you are in life. I The, the way I'm reading your comment, Ross, is that uh, you want to be careful that it's not an excuse not to go out and, and face that part of your of your psyche if you haven't already, because I know that's what it was like for me. Like I didn't want to go out and face female rejection in the real world. So I was like, Oh, it's way easier just to masturbate and jerk off. Um, but eventually again, like we've been talking about that got old and I'm like, okay, this is something I really want to tackle now and get a, get a hold on. Um, there's that movie Wolf of wall street where he's like, you got to jerk off three times a day to stay, <laughs> to stay grounded. Um, but we're not on wall street. <laughs> I, I don't work in the, in that field. So again, yeah, great question and different going to be different for every person. Um, let's see. We got another one from Mr. Webb or Mrs. Webb intelligence. Uh, thanks for tuning on. Uh, the thing is that you guys felt bad about fappy. Why? I mean, the issue is when it takes much more time, right? So if you spend hours and hours, right? So I would say <clears throat> I didn't always feel bad after, after fapping. It was more, um, yeah, at least for me, it was more when I'm spending all this time um, with uh, with watching so much so much porn. Like you know, it should be like ten minutes, or even as Ross was saying, like maybe half an hour. But when you're turning that into a two three hour session, yeah, I would feel a lot of a lot of shame after that. And for me, the reason I felt bad was because I knew I wasn't. I wasn't encouraging that discipline muscle. I was pretty undisciplined for a lot of my life. Um, I always just went to whatever pleasure was there. So I knew that fapping for me was a form of kind of escapism. And so that's why I felt bad because I knew I wasn't living up to my standards and values of what I wanted to become and the person I wanted to be. So yeah, definitely. Um, it's a question I think you got to answer for yourself and I appreciate you asking it though. Cause it's a, it's a good question. Um, so guys, yeah, that's, uh, that's all the comments. Um, Huds and a high have actually started a dating channel for men. It's called men of now. Uh, and basically we're going to be talking about topics like this, talking about how to improve your dating life. I'm kind of doing like almost like mock trials of coaching because I'm still newer into this. Huds is way more experienced. So you're going to get a, a lot of different variety and I think be able to relate to wherever you are in your journey. Oh, we just had an awesome stream yesterday with with Lloyd from The Single Guy. Um, real cool dude and kind of an OG in the space. So definitely check that vid out. And I'm going to put the R thing in the comments here. Um, yeah, this, this show is going to be great because you, you get somebody like me who's doing this all the time. And then you get Joel who's been through it but still learning. So you'll see a lot of us go back and forth where kind of like the expert and the student. And I think that's good for guys that are either just getting into it or even if you're more advanced, some of the topics that I talk about and then what the guests are going to be talking about mm -hmm. is going to be more your, uh, your wavelength. So literally wherever you are in your dating life, you're going to get value out of the stuff we're doing. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. We're really excited to get this going and we have a lot of, of stuff planned for the future. A lot of awesome guests. As always, guys, if you have a, an experienced day in life and you want to come on the channel, reach out. We'd love to talk to you and just kind of 
meet you, get to know what your what your story is and stuff. Um, tune in this Thursday. We got a stream at 7 p.m. Um, it's going to be about fashion and improving your fashion, guys. Like something we're going to talk about is you can do it for cheap. You don't got to spend hundreds of dollars. This shirt was 250 from Express for Men on the clearance rack. It's fucking sick. It and it looks good. good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Simple, guys. Target, Kohl's. Mr. Kohl's here on our left. Um, you don't got to do any Dior Balenciaga shit. You can literally spend less than 50 bucks and get a great wardrobe, look good. And, and it really it really will improve how you're dating. Um, of course, like vanity isn't everything. And it's only going to take you so far. But a lot of times it's about getting in the door. And when you come mm-hmm. and present yourself as a clean guy that smells good, that um, isn't a bum, that you know has has something, uh, uh, some semblance of style, it's really going to help. So, mm-hmm. yep, we're really looking for that one. Got a couple more comments here. Um, so, if you guys ask do you fap, they say no because they are shame. But when you ask do you fuck a lot, they tend to say yes, yes. That's an ego thing. That's just an ego mm-hmm. thing with with guys. I, I, I've learned, I learned that one um, all the way back, like in high school, like a lot of guys overinflate things and they're not honest with you. I've always been honest with body count, with sexual experiences, with everything, whenever asked, but I just noticed. And even when I was in my fraternity at school, guys just lie because they want to, they want to seem cool. And it's, it really is. It's silly, but it is what it is. Yeah. 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 You know, you got your boys, you don't want to look like a, like weak. So it's like. Yeah, I've slept with three hundred girls. This week. Yeah, I, no. yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't masturbate. I, I just fucked ten girls last week. Like, <laughs> okay, dude. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times, good times. Um, Daily dose of econ. Why don't you do lives more often? Example, two per week. You know, thank you for for bringing that up. It's definitely something I've had on my mind, and. Um, I think this is a good segue. Huds, I was thinking that you and I do Monday, Thursday um, for our channel. And then maybe for Sobriety University anyway, um, we can add a little more. It does take some time and it is like sometimes there isn't always guests or topics available. But no, I appreciate you bringing that up, uh, Econ, and we'll definitely consider it and um, keep reaching out to folks and stuff. Um, I'll tell you one thing. Um <laughs> It's way more fun than doing solo videos. We just talked about this mm-hmm. the other day because, I mean, we're interacting with you guys live. Like, that's so sick. Um, like, you're out there in the real world. Sometimes it can get a little boring when you're just talking to a camera every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last two, guys lie about fapping because they feel shy. Um, definitely. Yep. That insecurity, feeling loneliness, and a shame and guilty because of society. Dads compliment their sons who fuck a lot. <laughs> I appreciate your, your, your language uh curtailing um yeah yeah dad yeah dads are interesting we'll have to do a topic on dads and relationships that men have with their fathers and how it makes a big difference so guys before we keep going there's this thing called the midwestern goodbye where you say hey we're going to wrap it up and you talk for another two hours so i'm practicing this in my own life so (laughs) Hans, anything you want to mention and then we'll we'll close up i think it was a great discussion and as always if uh if you guys want to talk one-on-one Reach out to me and definitely check out the shows we're going to be doing at Men of Now. It's going to it's going to be really cool. I'm really excited for it. Yep, me too, man. Huds, thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>